Hello guys, welcome for yet another session of IIDA Summit Initiative by the Architects Guide, sponsored Blendin, our Global Design News app. Our next speaker for today is Mr. Jwalant with us from Anback Studio. The philosophy of Anback Design Studio lies in designing the process that leads to the solution. We believe that the design process should be robust enough to inform all stages of design. From concept to detailing, we constantly challenge ourselves to rethink these processes to suit the project. Anglet Design Studio has in its core to achieve energy efficiency that deploys intelligent systems and makes use of natural materials smartly. We have Mr. Jwalan, founder and principal architect of Anglet Studio with us. He will be sharing his take on technology as a tool for design and share some of the challenges as well as solutions for the process. Handing over the screen to Mr. Jordan. Hello, uh, good evening everyone and uh, thanks for the introduction. Uh, before I start, could we, could we please share my screen so that I could, I could just start showing my work and then talking along with it. Yes, it has been shared. Please, uh, Jordan, you can go ahead. Yeah, thanks a lot. Uh, now, NBLEC Design Studio is a 10-year-old design practice based out of Ahmedabad uh, in India. And we focus on a very transdisciplinary kind of a practice. Uh, we, we do architecture, uh, art, furniture, and interior designing. Mainly, obviously, we do focus on architecture, but because of love for technology and complexity or, let's say, uh, things which we want to experiment with, art and furniture has become a quite an important part of NBLEC over the last few years. Uh, some of the projects which I take you through today are just some examples of where we have uh, uh, faced challenges, but more than facing challenges, we have had to innovate uh, certain systems and uh, techniques and, and explore ways to do these complex forms and buildings within the context of India. Uh, most of the technology and uh, things which are available uh, within the you know the western environment of construction are not really very easily available within India. This is a project uh, which is a gallery, uh, a, a, a transportable gallery uh, which came to us about four years back, uh, and uh, it 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 embodies a lot of technological advancement within uh, the ecosystem which we have in Ahmedabad. Uh, now the entire structure. Uh, had to be uh, possible to flat back and move to a different location. Uh, now to do that, we had to first challenge, do we need a foundation? You know, what kind of material do we use? Uh, what kind of structural system do we use? So having uh, worked with uh, multiple 
scenarios within within a uh, 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 you know a digital platform, we came up with an idea of a folded plate, which is a one mm uh, mild steel plate, which folds and creates a structure within a module. That module is basically repeated uh, uh, along uh, a conical form and that becomes our structure. So it's, it, it's, it's literally a puzzle which you put together, which could be flat packed and moved to a different location. Uh, this is uh, the final uh, output which we have got for uh, 11 meter size of this dome. Now what ha happened while designing this project was that we pushed ourselves not to design a final product. We pushed ourselves to keep continuing designing the process. So today, uh, after having completed this project, we can make this one mm uh, mild steel plates uh, converted into a, a, a you know much bigger size gallery. Now this size of the gallery of footprint we got about. 11 meters roughly in diameter, we can stretch it up to 18 meters with the same material thickness. We can go even beyond that, but then the engineering would change a little bit. Uh, so this was a very, very interesting uh, project for us because it was very challenging to mix technology, which, which would be a digital form of designing and structural evaluation, uh, then uh, metal cutting which would be a laser cutting but a lot of bending started to happen by hand because there are limitations within the construction industry to to use cnc bending to a certain thing even after cnc bending the welding even 1mm sheets are not something which is used within the industry so it became a very 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 interesting and an uplifting uh, environment for everybody who was working within the project. Uh, you know, we do have a lot of incredible machinery being used in India, but those are generally very, very, very specific to a certain industry. So automobile industry would use, you know, a lot of this uh, techno uh, technologically advanced systems, but then they are very specific to auto only automobiles. Likewise, uh, other industries do have uh, very high precision machineries which they use. But within the construction industry, not many would put hand on it. Even our fabricators and, you know, other people uh, within this project, uh, it was difficult to uh, find them. Uh, this is this is a shot of the inside. Uh, it is now, uh, so, so it started as a gallery, but uh, now it is being used uh, as, uh, you know, a performance area in the weekends. So it has become... A very very interesting learning experience for us as well that something which we had envisioned for a particular uh, purpose has now evolved into a multiple purpose just because of how we kind of put it uh, as an architectural element and that became uh, very very interesting also acoustic there they have not we have not done any acoustics in it uh, but the form helped us there. so it has it has really worked uh, very well uh, as an experiment for us. And now more than architecture, it has literally become a product for us. Dortmunders uh, then is a, a, a school for pre-primary kids. Uh, 
which came to us uh, about five, six years back. And the challenge was very, very interesting. Uh, the challenge was uh, to build this school only within a period of three months time uh, after their main school is done. Uh, so we had to devise a way to have everything prefabricated uh, when the site is ready after the civil work of the of the surrounding buildings are done and then plug this building within the context. Uh, the brief did mention that the form has to be uh, slightly more organic uh, for the kids uh, to, you know, to it become playful. Uh, one could should be able to go on this uh, roof and then play and, you know, the, the, the mounds become like an in interactive thing for the kid. So for this project and even, even for uh, the gallery which I showed earlier, on site, there were literally just two drawings. These drawings were a diagram of the numbers which are coming on site. So one had to also try and understand how to start drawing a building which is non-conventional in form, in material, uh, in construction, as well as non-standard way of putting the building together. You know, the center lines are no more your center lines. Uh, no, so everything kind of starts to challenge, but we still have to use the same people who are used to a conventional building. So, so the, the interesting part here is what we call in, in you know, uh, our language, Gujarati, Hindi, whatever, Jugar. So, so, so Jugar has come uh, a, a lot as our savior uh, because Indians do understand Jugar very well. So, so how we kind of do or manipulate uh, a very advanced technology like CNC machines, laser cutting machines, you know, water jet machines, uh, and then make them work along with the craftsmen, which are the quality of craftsmen, which we have uh, uh, within our, uh, you know, context in India. Uh, so the first, the metal frames came in, then, uh, you know, the sheets, the insulations, and all of them came uh, into, into being, and, you know, it kind of turns, into uh, from from a product uh, or from something which was very machine cut to a space which comes alive. Uh, so there are these two large spaces uh, in the building for uh, pre-primary schools. So from here, if you see the bottom image, uh, it is it is from where kids could go up and use it as as an undulating landscape or garden, and then underneath. Uh, you have this very interesting space for them to interact. Uh, moving from architecture, uh, art or design installations and art and somewhere we are in between that, uh, came very, very handy for us to experiment uh, technology uh, in, a, in a scale which was manageable. So before I did the two projects, uh, I was lucky to get chance to kind of work with much smaller scale things to explore and develop my team. Team one is obviously within our studio and one which is outside our studio like carpenters and fabricators who could start to understand uh, my language or my design language. This was a project uh, where uh, it was one of the first projects uh, uh, when I first moved to Ahmedabad uh, and the idea was to take the Islamic Mukarnas 
and distort them, distort the Islamic geometry into something which which had a force uh, part of it. So on the left, you see uh, Mr. Rajiv Sethi, who was the curator uh, in that of this whole uh, house where one of our work was coming in, and. Uh, this is when I had just moved from London where, where I worked for Zaha and when this came to us, we designed it and everything worked very well and when it came to fabricating it, we thought, okay, we'll just CNC it and then it struck to me that what I did in London was something where India will be, you know, will take at least 10-15 years to be there. So I cannot wait for the technology to come to really start to make complex pieces. Uh, on the right, you see uh, our carpenters who have put this together. Now, we were making about 13 of these pieces. So this is just one of them. And we were making 13 uh, different pieces. To make those 13 pieces, uh, we had to connect 30,000 pieces. Because each triangle was a different triangle. We had to put things, a lot of things behind it to... Uh, to make that happen, this is these are two another pieces, and that really taught me a lot. That taught me how do we integrate technology, which is very new to this country, to the technology of the craftsman. Because technology is not something which is only digital or which is only machine or which is only only what we see now. You know, technology is a term which we use very very. Uh, Brashly or, you know, in a way where we only understand technology in a single way dimension. Technology is a system where a certain kind of tools or knowledge is used to make something. Now, we also, there have been traditional technologies. Technologies where we use lathes to do it. Technologies where we do woodwork or the, or the tools to make woodwork. So, during this process, and this was a very, very complex project, uh, to put together, I really learned how to how to understand, uh, you know, our, our our technology which is with us, which has been with us for over hundreds of years, to merge it with the new technology which is coming, you know, which is updating very very fast. So something which has not updated for over hundreds of years and something which is updating almost every other day is very 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 important. This is another piece which. Uh, which was again made in a similar fashion. Uh, now coming to uh, a next project, which is again uh, uh, an installation, we had a very, very interesting uh, brief where uh, in a resort in Dehradun, we had to hide a building which was which was coming up uh, on a plot adjacent the resort. And uh, we couldn't hide it because it was a 10 feet structure. So we had to develop uh, a form which can, you know, be right at your uh, eye view or, you know, which kind of hides your viewpoint and hides the building. So we came up with a with a leaf uh, form within that context of a resort and the green. And uh, again, you see here, uh, the things are cut within CNC, but then carpenters are, you know, doing the work on site, managing certain minor things, uh, which is very, very important uh, to work with. And then cladded their entire thing with wooden panels. So now it's a it's a, it's a curved, pen, curved surface cladded with a flat reclaimed T 
could, which are all same in size and kind of putting together. So uh, a lot of understanding of what will be required while doing this project came from this understanding of wood, understanding of workmanship, understanding of joineries, which which came from uh, you know the technology uh, which our craftsmen use. So here you can literally see a skin which is behind, which is a structure which is purely CNC, and a skin which is in front, which is wood, which is uh, a, a a piece of craft. Uh, the same technique we used uh, in another project of ours because it was so exciting to work with a curved surface and a flat module that we 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 wanted to take it further into another material and then have a little bit more of uh, work. So uh, we had designed uh, a screen in Ahmedabad where uh, the idea of the screen was to imbibe uh, the the patterns in uh, there is a very very famous jali in Ahmedabad called Siddhi Sayyad Jali uh, and it's a beautiful uh, tree of life pattern and uh, so you see here uh, there is this tree of life so 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 this central form is taken from the Siddhi Sayyad Jali but then we transformed that form into a geometrical changing pattern which was then projected on each piece of marble which was then hand uh, hand crafted and inlaid. So it's a it's a it's a coming together of a of a very very complex form made out of modules. And each module, I don't know how many people have worked on this, but when the entire thing comes together, it just fits in as as a puzzle, and that creates something which is which is quite wonderful and for me uh, a really happy moment because till then we don't know if everything will fit even if one person has made a mistake you know everything will just fall apart so 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 here again the technology uh, is a technology used is very very diverse from uh, hand inlay work with obviously using some bit of machines to a cnc cut laser cut metal structure which is behind which holds the entire uh, screen together um this project uh, uh, is a very structurally challenging project for us because uh, we were we were uh, devising a screen which doesn't have a static structure behind so every plate is connected to another plate which is disjointed and every angle every distance from one plate to another plate was different and this was like a challenge which we took uh, because i was always fascinated what if we create a skin where it doesn't really have a structure behind but you know it's kind of connected with each other separately now what i've spoken before has a background which looks like this in most cases so here you will see a guy with the computer in the workshop uh, trying to put certain numbers together because there is never so much of a drawing on site. It's always a diagram which goes to the craftsman because every piece is numbered in a particular way because the size, the shape, the angle, everything changes. So uh, in the left bottom, you see that there are these uh, joineries which can change sizes and angles. Uh, and those sizes and angles are part of a drawing sheet which is there on site. So this is how our work looks in the background 
uh, where you know there are numbers and there are this uh, structures behind and there is uh, uh, you know sleep deprived intern or an architect or myself sitting there and trying to figure out with the craftsman how to put this entire uh, entire geometry and complexity together so uh, this is how the entire screen then comes together uh, as a form of art as form of design from this what started to happen that we wanted to challenge ourselves further and uh, we wanted to bring in kinetic uh, movements into our work. Uh, this is an artwork which is called a katam. A katam uh, means a pot, and uh, we developed a pot which was breathing, breathing in the sense that because it feeds us. Uh, so there was an entire story behind it that you know we breathe because we eat. We uh, you know, uh, and that's how we grow and we breathe. Uh, the entire structure was made out of uh, brass, which was then patinized. So here you can see uh, laser cut triangles. Again, each one of a different size being put together in a workshop by our fabricators. It's a, it's a six feet diameter three-dimensional artwork where uh, I'll, sh I'll share the video uh, where the central portion which is made out of wood uh, moves uh, very, very softly uh, to braid. So I just keep it on for a few seconds. So if you if you focus on the on the central part, you will see a movement which which is very very soft. So from just being parametric in a manner of a static system, uh, we started to become quite interested what happens uh, when it becomes kinetic. Uh, uh, we have uh, uh, we have used uh, services of uh, uh, studio motion works. They do a lot of kinetic artwork. So uh, most of our kinetic works we do, uh, we collaborate with them uh, for the best and technology uh, to to get that done. I'll move to the next one. Uh, from artwork, uh, also what excited us to try new things was to try parametric design as structures in furniture. So I will share with you our one furniture piece uh, uh, which has been made out of bent wood. So uh, again, uh, we see a, a carpenter who has never done anything organic before this, uh, use a CNC cut uh, formwork at the base, but the knowledge of the wood, how much it will bend, uh, how we'll bend it, how much it needs to steam, uh, comes from them. And they put the first layer uh, of wood, then the second layer of wood. Now here the interesting bit was, they were not really sure if this will stay. Now my engineering or my process of thinking said that this would stay they were like it might not stay so don't show it to anyone at least for a year or a couple of years until you are sure that this is not going to break so it's a it's a very very interesting uh, relationship now with technology and craft where you know they are doing it 
with a full heart, even understanding that this might fail, which is very, very exciting because the moment one thinks they would fail, they would step out. They would say, no, I'm not going to do this because I know this is going to fail. So they were unsure if this will work, but the best part is they still put their full heart and their knowledge of wood within within a piece like that and make it work. Now, we have this since many years. Uh, this has actually won quite a few awards. Uh, we have retailed this. And if you see this piece of furniture, uh, we have let go on every traditional form of structure within furniture. So we only have six supports, which are point supports without any cross beams, uh, which generally supports a seat of a structure. So it is a 25 mm, you can say surface made out of bent wood. And uh, it stays by itself just because of the form uh, and the technology which has which has come together within it. And this would be my last uh, piece which I'll show you. It's a it's a it's a it's a kinetic uh, artwork which is called a white peacock. This is installed at the Bombay Airport, and it's a life size peacock, which uh, uh, was very uh, uh, very very systematically designed within a within a digital format to get a wing movement which works as if a bird flies. So it folds when it goes up and then it comes down flat. Now, those kind of things would not have been very easily possible without the digital technology which we have today. Yes, you can even do this with hand, but I actually made 500 iterations of this wing movement just by changing dimensions. If I would have to do it with hand, it would have taken me few months to do it and I could do this within let's say a month's time. So this is how technology which we call in today uh, helps to speeden up the processes which would have otherwise taken uh, a lot of time. Uh, so this is the, the, the final product where you could see. So we still have the in this video, uh, at least this view, the thing open from the top. So, so you would see that the wing comes down flat and then it folds up and goes and this moves about 30 meters uh, horizontally and about 20 meters vertically. And it's a mixed medium artwork. So, uh, you know, we have different materials, but each piece was designed using a digital platform, uh, a lot of CNC, uh, but again, a lot of handwork gone within it to put this entire thing together to make the, you know, machine work uh, in the right manner. Yeah, thank you. I think I'm done. Thank you. Hello. Uh, Hello. Yes. Maybe we can, can conclude. Uh, Jolan, fantastic. Uh, we loved your project. Of course, the Bucky uh, project was like something which we admire. And uh, of course, uh, uh, the last, uh, what do you call it, the last uh, peacock sculpture 
was something uh, which was very technologically Radha. driven. You can explain on and uh, we can uh, discuss. Uh, I think, uh, I think uh, uh, we'll, we'll sort of wait for a few questions. Currently, sure. uh, 210 people's, people are live and we'll wait for five minutes uh, to uh, uh, get few questions as well. Sure. Yes, thank you. I think, Jolan, there is one question uh, been asked. Yes. Technology is uh, new to India. Is it really, uh, as a country has never explored enough technology, are we hesitant of accepting more complex technologies, which is uh, reality-making research, analysis, construction, grammar? If yes, why do you think so? What are the different reasons apart from lack of awareness? Uh so, so uh, technology, in a modern sense, yes, uh, India is always slightly behind technology when we talk about modern technology. Traditional technology, I think we were far ahead. Uh, so, if we if we talk about traditional science of India's, we were we were we were far ahead in a lot of sense uh, from the Western world. Uh, but when the modern technology came into uh, into being, and when you know, we started to rely on what we call as the modern science or the Western. We started to fall behind because at some point people thought technology was not important. You know, our initial motto was roti kapra makan, and when you when you talk about roti kapra makan, you really not think of think of technology as it. And once you start to fall behind, you don't know how far you go behind. And and at some point, uh, we become hesitant to technology because. The moment you think now, let's say I take example of Bucky or I take, I take uh, example of the school I showed you. Even if a new client comes to me, if he wants it, the first thing he will ask me, how much will this cost? So mentally for us, anything new is expensive. And yes, it is going to be expensive because until technology becomes uh, commonly used. So, so when first phones came into, I think Siemens were well, one of the first phones which came in some 1990s, uh, uh, early 1990s. And I remember even that time, a phone was about 35,000, 40,000 rupees. Now that 35,000 rupees uh, is more in value than today's one lakh rupees of an iPhone. But just because it was rare, it was very, very expensive. So India is hesitant on technology because until we start to use more of it, it is going to be expensive. 
Uh, also, the trust on the technology is very different. Now, in the West, concrete is actually more expensive as a cast concrete than concrete is in India. So in India, you'll see more concrete and brickwork than metal and metal and glass buildings. But in the West, it's completely different. So it's a it's somewhere where we are we are stuck within a scenario which will be very difficult to break. So practices like mine are trying to explore to an extent uh, technologies, but it is not about awareness. It is just about economics. So technology now is actually economics then because everybody is ready to learn you know might even believe people who are not educated my carpenters my fabricators they could actually go into rhino and model review model and draw just because they've been working with me so they are not shy of technology not at all it's the ability and the economics of it which is very very tricky so somewhere we are in between uh and uh somewhere it will change but i don't see change coming overnight sir uh, um, uh Riddhi, can you take over the other questions that uh, are like pulling in uh two of them have been mentioned from the about warps as well so uh i cannot see any because uh, i can i happened and uh i had okay, so it was just so, so one but it's from you now. I can see one. Yes, I can now see. Now I can see one. Fabrication yeah. such complex shapes. How do you tackle it? How do you try to find alternatives if it fails? Okay, so that is, uh, that's a that's a good question. How do you find alternatives if it fails? Uh, I have never, to be honest, questioned myself what will I do if it fails because the moment you think about failure, you are expecting it to fail, and and I always believe in an idea that you should never have plan B. Because the moment you have plan B, you are so sure that your plan A will fail. Now, now, now in our case, we do a lot of due diligence before making anything. So it's not as if we don't make prototypes. It's not as if we don't try it out in a certain scale. So all the works we have done, uh, there is a lot of background work. There is a lot of due diligence within the system. We make prototypes, we make, uh, very very like very very robust digital models and then go with it so till now luckily things haven't failed and uh you know our our, our style of not having plan b has worked but every time it stands i'm still happy thinking it did not fail so <laughs> so uh but but the complex shapes and forms you just have to go through the iteration go, go through each step of it to make it possible it just the form and you say someone I want to make this is not going to make. You have to think about your your nuts, your bowls, your thicknesses, your bendings, your everything. Whatever comes into picture, think about it. I think then it's possible. We'll go to the next one. What is your thought mm. process while making art? Do you keep in mind the acceptance of the artwork in society while designing? Uh, no, I don't think about acceptance uh uh, of any artwork or anything uh, while designing because whenever you want to stretch your limits uh, I wouldn't say the limits of architecture uh, because people have done even if you see as a global scale beyond uh, what uh, you know practice like mine is doing uh, if you want to stretch your limit 
the moment you start to think about the perception of people around you, you are limiting yourself. So what I believe in not to think about people, it might not be perceived well. People might say, what the hell are you doing? But that's okay. So I'll, I'll give you one example of, uh, so I was, when I was studying uh, at the Architecture Association in London, uh, we were doing this pavilion, which was made out of uh, GRC panels. Now this I'm talking about almost 15 years back. GRC was a new material and we were doing a very, very complex pavilion and it was put in a context of a Georgian square. Now, London only has one intact Georgian square, which is uh, called the Bedford Square where the Architecture Association is. And while we were building this pavilion while I was a student and we were there for almost uh, a month, there were groups of people who would come and tell you very contrasting things. So, so, so once there's this young you know, group of uh, guys, girls who were coming, they say, oh, wow, what are you doing? You know, it's so interesting and this and that. And then a few days later, there were this uh, a couple of old ladies who were walking by there that they were like, what are you doing to this beautiful Georgian Square? You are spoiling this Georgian Square. You know, so there are always contrasting uh, things which people would say, but they would only say these things if you put something in front of them. You know, if you don't put anything in front of them, there will be no reaction. So I don't care about the reaction, but there should be a reaction. So let's just aim for the reaction. Whatever it is, we'll take care of it. Very true. Okay. Um, are there more questions? Um, no, I don't think so. There are any further questions. Let the check points. Um, no, uh, I think that would be it. Uh, yeah, so there are no questions uh, currently. Thank you, Mr. Jwalan, for a very informative session today. I loved seeing all your projects, small or big. And each one was as exciting as the next one. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I think uh, it was it was not probably as planned, but it worked out well, I hope. Very informative, uh, There is one last question, I think, uh, Riddhi, if you can. Uh... Yes, I'll just. For last project, which software did you use for mechanism? Okay, so uh, for the last project, you can't say we used for the mechanics, uh, but we did use for the diagramming, we used a software called Katya, uh, uh, which was used for uh, diagramming the process. Uh, but then the final model and all of that happened in another software. Uh, so uh, we got a chance uh, to work on it for a short while. So I used, uh, there is a uh, thing called digital project, which is part of a Katya uh, when I worked with Zaha. So I had knowledge of how to use it, but it was used only for diagramming and understanding the wing movement. Then everything else was done in different softwares uh, to manufacture because it became too complex for anybody within my team to use it. But then we just used part of it uh, to diagram it. But, but this could be done in anything. See, the idea is not a software. The idea is a logic. You, you put a logic uh, and in any, even in, in AutoCAD, you could do it in a very, very simple format. You just need to know how to put the logic. So the understanding is the logic. There's nothing people are too, at least students today are too, too hellbent on digital as an idea, but it is not about digital. I have done installations where we have not used any digital thing. And when I tried to convert it into a software, I failed because it was so complex 
as piece to piece that I just couldn't translate it into a software. So we used uh, analogous methods to put it together. So software is just a tool to help you try something faster, but it is it is it is not something which is the only way you can make things. That that's that that's what I would say. Even if I'm very heavily invested in software as a design practice, but still it is not people people don't know the software and they think I cannot do this because I don't know software. It is not like it's 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 all about the logic which you put in your head to make something possible. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you everyone for attending today's event. I hope everyone loved tuning in today. There's a lot more happening tomorrow as well. Don't forget to join from your registered email address tomorrow at 11 a.m. We had a total of 400 attendees and others were exploring the venue. It was a great day one, guys. Thank you for tuning in. See you tomorrow. Have a great day ahead.